Welcome to Want to Know Something Wednesdays. Yes. I am Blaze, and I'm here with my amazing wife, Allie. Hey. And you're listening to episode seven of the Want to Know Something podcast. And today is the official launching of Want to Know Something Wednesdays, where we hope to have a new episode each week or every other week at 10 a.m. Pacific on Wednesday mornings. Yes, we're super excited to hopefully be getting back into this more regularly. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, sharing with you guys some encouraging things. Specifically things that God has just been laying on our hearts. We hope with these new episodes that we can dive into more faith-based topics, discussions, things that the Lord has been laying on our hearts and that we've been praying about. And we hope that it will be as fruitful for you guys as we hope it is for us and in our lives. Hmm. Yeah, so with that in mind, um, Allie, why don't you share a bit about what today's episode is and the title, which is Black and White versus Color, um, kind of talking about God's plans versus our plans. Yes, so a bit of a backstory on how this episode title came about was to do with wedding photos. So I don't know if you guys who are married listening to this or even some singles out there who have just had the discussion on black and white photos versus colored. I didn't know that I would ever have to have this discussion in my marriage, but it happened. And it was one for the books because, I mean, it came up with this whole topic, this title for this episode. So what happened was Blaze and I, if you don't know, moved into a new place pretty recently I think it's been about three weeks yeah and we're decorating our space and we're trying to make it comfy and cozy and ours and a place that we can just totally unwind so with that we wanted to do a wedding wall with a collage of photos from our wedding and our room is pretty colorful right now we have some floral decor um by decor, I mean furniture. <laughs> we have a coffee station with just so many different colored mugs. We have a bookshelf of Blaze's books, which are very special to him, also add a lot of color. And so to me, I was like, babe, I think we should do black and white photos for this wedding collage that we're gonna do on the wall. Did not sit well with him. <laughs> he really wanted to do colored pictures and this went on to the discussion of well black and white photos versus colored photos and to me I'm like what black and white pictures they're still really great they're timeless they're classy it's kind of vintage it'll go well with all of our furniture with all of our decor whether we're here whether we're somewhere else they'll never go to style and his point was but a colored picture is so much more vibrant. It shows all the hard work that went into not only the capture of the photo, but the editing, all of the different colors, and it just brings the picture to life. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, ugh, he's kind of right, but I just love black and white pictures. And it kind of gave me this whole revelation of what we're going to be talking about today, black and white versus colored, our plan versus God's plan, and how our life or seasons in our life might be black and white, and it might still be a really great picture, 
and a really great capture because God's so good at that. He's so good at making whatever we're in beautiful, um, even if it's not as vibrant as he has planned. Mm. So, yeah, Blaze, have you ever felt like you were living a black and white picture where you felt like things were good, it was going according to your plan for your life, but you weren't walking out in the vibrancy and the color that God had planned for you. Hmm. Yeah, um, actually, definitely have. And as I get into sharing this, I may have shared some of this before on here, but it's been several months. And so if I've forgotten, please forgive me. <laughs> and I hope you won't mind hearing some of it again. But uh, yeah, as we were kind of talking about this idea yesterday, um, I was reminded of actually the prophet Jonah from the Bible, who was just living his life doing prophet things. And then God, you know, called him to go to Nineveh. And he was like, uh, no, and tried to do it his own way. And that did not turn out well. Um, and so I was thinking, he's like, man, have I ever had any kind of Jonah moments of my life? And I can definitely distinctly think of one. Um, from about four years ago, actually. Yeah, it was actually almost exactly four years ago. It was August uh, 2016. Mm. And I was I was living on the mainland, working on a farm, and I really loved my job. Mainland BC. Yes. yes. We are currently on Vancouver Island. And so people around here refer well, to no. Vancouver Island as the island. Yes. And the mainland is Vancouver and the surrounding area. Yeah. Um, so I was living there, but I grew up here on the island and... I was at a summer camp that summer that I'd gone to my whole life. And I was right at the end of summer camp and we're kind of having a staff debrief wind down time. And I was with the camp directors who were actually out kayaking and they're really good friends of mine. And they were, um, they actually told me that they were gonna be moving away from the camp and not gonna be a part of it anymore. And that kind of came as a bit of a surprise to me. Mm. And it seemed kind of uh, out of the blue a little bit and I was thinking in my mind I was like oh wow I wonder who's gonna run camps now after this because I knew they were just so good at it and then kind of right there one of them's like oh well you could do it mm. saying that to me and the first thing that kind of went through my heart or mind was like fear I was like uh no right. definitely not and I mean I didn't say that out loud but I was like kind of this moment of being scared and I think I was afraid that I was like oh no what if what if that actually is what God might be calling me to, mm. um, you know, beyond just this person kind of saying it off the cuff. And so I think probably deep down then in that moment, I knew, I think I can kind of pinpoint that moment as the first time kind of God was revealing to me that he was calling me into ministry of some sort. Yeah. Um, but I was like not about to have it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I really liked the life I was living, I liked my job, I liked, you know, it was, it was, I don't know, I was making good money, it was a complicated life, it was, I was enjoying it, and, uh, and I was kind of scared of this idea, I was like, oh no, what if, you know, what if the camp ministry asks me to, I don't know, direct the camps the next year, mm. and I was like, I don't want to be put in that awkward position of having to choose, I don't know, to, you know, kind of give up my comfortable easy life that I liked to go and do this that would you know involve definitely more serving of others and would be you know a different kind of hard work than the hard work I was doing right 
And so kind of in that place of, I don't know, not wanting to deal with, you know, making that decision, I kind of almost in a Jonah sense fled across the world. And pretty soon after that went to, or at the end of that year, went to New Zealand for the second time. And yeah, kind of pretty much left Canada open-endedly, like had a one-way ticket to New Zealand. I'd quit my job. I'd sold my car. I was going to go there and do a three-month Bible school and then just get a job there and live and work and travel around more, maybe go to Australia, um, whatever. Uh, But as God does, he doesn't, you know, let you run away from your calling for too long. And Mm. pretty much as soon as I got to New Zealand, really started um, kind of feeling on my heart a call to ministry here on the island, on Vancouver Island, of some capacity you know kind of had different ideas I wasn't sure quite how it would be fleshed out but I really strongly felt God calling me here and so I ended up in New Zealand changing my plans a little bit from getting a job there to staying involved with YWAM in New Zealand um, and was serving there for a little bit and yeah just as as I was staffing there in New Zealand and ended up leading a group of young people to Papua New Guinea and we had some really amazing ministry opportunities there. Kind of through it all, really came into this realization that, you know, this is what God has for me. This is kind of, you know, this is what I was made for kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And being there, getting just, you know, kind of that taste of the richness and the vibrancy, the fruitfulness of, of this life that mm-hmm. I knew God was calling me into here on Vancouver Island. Um, and I knew it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be easy. It wouldn't be the same as what I was used to. You know, I might be in a sense giving up a lot, um, especially if kind of looking at it through the eyes of the world. Like I'd be giving up money. I'd be giving up, you know, flexibility and free time and all this other kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, just kind of since since stepping into that in New Zealand a few years ago and coming back here and continuing in that, I really have experienced the, the richness, the vibrancy, mm. the fullness, I guess, um, of, of what it is to live within the call of God and within, you know, his plans for our life, for my life. And so when you started walking in the color and the vibrancy that God had for you, how did you know? Like, was it a heart change? Was it a peace within you that you felt? How did you know that you were going from black and white to color? Um, yeah, I think, I think back. So I remember in my heart, there was definitely a time where I was like, I never want to join YWAM on staff. Mm. Like, that's not in my plan. Nope, not a, and then I did. And I was staffing a DTS, one of these six month long schools that we both done. Yeah. Um, and just that process of doing that and living with a bunch of guys and kind of discipling them, doing life alongside them <clears throat> and seeing, seeing right in front of my eyes, pretty much, you know, God transformed the lives of these students, of these young people. Yeah. And through, I mean, not that I'm, you know, especially amazing, but seeing him kind of work through me to reach these people mm-hmm. with truth and with his love and bring transformation I was like, whoa, this is amazing. And this is, like, there's just a passion for it welling up inside of me. 
and yeah. I knew this is what I wanted to do. I knew this is what I needed to be doing. And yeah, I think just kind of the complete 180 in my heart of like, no, I'm never doing this to, wow, I need to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was really confirmation that this was, this was me walking in God's plan, God's path for my life. Yeah. And did you, did you feel like, or did you realize, or did you notice that when you started walking in the color that God had for you, that doors just started opening and that everything just lined up for you? Yeah, 100%. Um, like I was saying, when I got to New Zealand, I felt like immediately God is calling me back here kind of long-term in the future. Mm. And I had no idea how that would actually play out. I had some ideas. And through through my time in New Zealand, I ended up being connected with some other people involved in YWAM in Hawaii who ended up coming here to the island. They were already planning to come here, and they were looking for more people to join them. And through, yeah, a mutual friend ended up getting connected with them. Mm-hmm. And everything just kind of fell into place way more perfectly, if that's even the sentence, way more perfectly. <laughs> I like it. And then, you know, I ever could have tried to come up with on my own. You know, I was kind right. of having some ideas of how I could maybe pull this together. Yeah. Um, but it, it would not have come together nearly as fruitfully as it has mm-hmm. with just, you know, seeing God work in the background, work behind the scenes, bring together everything that I had no control over. Yeah. Um, and it really fell into place. Mm, that's so good. I feel like my story is pretty similar with different things throughout. Yeah. Um, a little more recent. So yours was about four years ago that you could feel that switch. Mine was about one year ago. All right. One or two, one and a half, somewhere in there. And I've definitely shared about this as well um, in past episodes. But for me, I really thought I had everything together in my life. And I mean, I was happy and I felt good. Um, I was teaching. I was planning things, planning things in my life. I was driving a brand new car that I bought after graduating because I thought, you know, I'm going to be teaching. I can work. I can pay it off. It'll all be good. And I thought that I was going to be settling down in New Brunswick, which I love New Brunswick. My entire family, minus a couple, are there, um, both on my mom and dad's side. Um, My friends are there or were there before I met others. Um, And I just thought that's where I would be. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm a homebody and I love my family and we're really, really close. We do a lot of things together. And so for me, leaving was just not in the books. I had talked about, you know, maybe going and teaching somewhere out west for like a year or two and coming home. Um, But the thought of ever leaving on a permanent level was not not a thing not discussed and so for me when I started feeling this this shift in my heart to want to pursue God more deeply through a discipleship training school um, in YWAM I was terrified just like you were scared I was so scared Um, I didn't know how it was going to come together I didn't know how the finances were going to come together I didn't know how it was going to look being away from home for five and a half months. 
and then returning to work or or what would happen right I didn't know what was gonna happen with specific relationships in my life at that time and I was absolutely terrified um, but I knew that's where God was calling me and mm-hmm. how I knew was because I felt it on my heart so strongly and once I started pursuing that and going to the bank and seeing if I could take out a loan or just little things like even my application for the DTS and how it just got accepted and I was officially part of the school um I really felt like that was God opening up the doors that needed to be open and as much as I was scared he gave me so much confirmation every time I would question it through other people through song through words through his word and I just knew that's where I was supposed to go Mm. so I was living this life of black and white a black and white picture that I thought was really great um it was secure it was comfortable it was fun um and so I didn't know what this walking in color would look like or feel like but it was honestly such a drastic change when I came and did my DTS it was a few weeks in that I knew immediately I was called back to YWAM Mm. at first I thought I was just called back to the island here in Nanaimo British Columbia I didn't know what it was whether it was to teach in a school or staff on with YWAM Nanaimo Um, But I knew that I was supposed to come back. And so God kept opening up those doors for me. And it was the same as how it was for you. Once I saw God working through me for other people, um, ministering to other people, seeing people's lives change um, just through the power of the Holy Spirit, I definitely knew that I I needed to keep doing this. And it wasn't going to be easy and it's not easy even now being away from my family and some of my best friends back in new brunswick is really really tough and i've definitely had my fair share of what ifs i guess what if i was back home what if i had never gone and done a dts but then as i'm sitting across from you my husband i'm realizing that i wouldn't have near as much fruit in my life as I would now because of because of doing that and so walking in the vibrancy that God has for you is just so peace-giving even though it's really hard sometimes yeah it's scary it's terrifying but I can guarantee that you will never have the amount of peace in your heart than you will if you if you walk that out yeah. yeah yeah it's crazy because it's it's like an inner maybe inner like a deep satisfaction i guess and you know it comes from more than just having a good job or having a good relationship or whatever you kind of all these things that we typically think of that need to be in place to have a a good fulfilling life um you know it's beyond that and um yeah like we both kind of shared i don't know i feel like rather major shifting of the course Mm -hmm. of our lives kind of like god has called us to 
And that definitely won't be the case for everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, but I believe, I believe that for everyone, God has something, something better than just good enough, mm-hmm. right? Something better than, than what might be the status quo or what might be, you know, the goals to achieve in the eyes of the world. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think that's a beautiful part too, is that for each and every one of us, we get to press into God and mm. say, you know, God, what is it that you want to, you know, reveal or lead me into in my life? And it might not be a radical life change or move across country or across the world kind of thing. Um, but I, we yeah, truly do believe that he desires a richness and a vibrancy in each of our lives. Mm. Um, that he's calling us into, that he's leading us towards. Yeah. And it's, like we said, it can be uh, a journey of trepidation, mm. often, you know, stepping out into something new, out of the comfort zone, um, but so fulfilling, so rewarding. Yeah. And like Blaze said, it, it might not be this drastic life change, like it just happened to be for both of us. It might be as simple as leaving your current job if you feel that on your heart and stepping into another position that you feel God's leading you to or asking a friend on a coffee date that you have felt has just been on your heart lately or calling them up or calling someone up that you have had on your mind. I know that I've done that a couple of times. I've asked someone out for coffee or I've called someone or messaged someone who I've been really thinking about and who I know God has just been laying on my heart and it turns out that that coffee date or that message or that call was an answer to prayer for them and it's crazy what you'll get out of that too not that every coffee date or call or text should be something that we want out of it it shouldn't be a longing to to gain but sometimes God uses those times he puts people on our hearts so we can meet up we can talk and he can reveal himself to us through them without them even knowing Mm. and so those are just some some simple ways if you're not looking to pack up your bags and travel across the world um, to start revealing God's vibrancy for your life some ways that you can start praying into turning your life from black and white to color yeah and it's kind of thinking off the cuff here too like it's amazing the the power or impact that even just you know a short encouraging message can Mm. have to someone yeah you know and i mean we believe that as christians um you know it's kind of our life calling in general to show god's love to people yeah and yeah i mean i know i've gotten you know sometimes random messages from people that you know mm-hmm. known before and just be like hey i was just thinking of you or praying for you you know yeah. give us an encouragement or is there anything you need prayer for that kind of stuff and i've also you know done that as well to other people and it's something super easy super simple it doesn't require a lot of effort it isn't you know, too terrifying, mm. but it can really, you know, change someone's whole day and really bring a whole lot of encouragement. Um, and you never know too, like, I believe, you know, if you pray and just ask God, Hey, you know, is there someone in my life, Lord, that needs some encouragement today? Yeah. And, you know, first person that comes to mind, just write them something and 
it could be exactly what they need in that mm, moment you know yeah you can be surprised yeah, with, with how awesome that is you know i believe if you're if you're willing you know you put yourself out there you desire to be used by god in that way he's definitely faithful to to you know use you effectively yeah and really you know be someone's answer to prayer yeah um which is pretty special so just to wrap this up, why don't you, Blaze, give some advice to those who are listening to this and they can kind of feel that tug within them that's saying, okay, I know that there's probably something that God's telling me or he's showing me that I should maybe walk in this direction, but how do I know for sure? How do I go about switching from black and white to color? What's the advice that you would give someone off the bat? Hmm. I would say... I mean, think about maybe some things that you um, kind of have like maybe a secret passion for, or you're like, mm. oh, it'd be really fun to to do that or to start this or whatever. Um, and you know, it's kind of assuming that you love the Lord and you know you want to, you know, you kind of want your life to honor Him. And so, I think those things are often kind of placed in our hearts by God. Yeah. And they're often clues and indicators as to something that he might be calling us into. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of if it's something maybe a little out of your comfort zone, something new, but, you know, it's something that will, uh, you know, be an encouragement to others or will show others God's love or, you know, whatever. Um, I say start there, you know, start yeah. small, something that's a little bit, a little bit of a step of faith, but not, mm. not too crazy. And, yeah, start there. Write someone an encouragement. Do whatever it is. But I really believe, you know, I believe God puts puts passions in our hearts that are from him. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid to step out into that. Start small, but dream big. Yes. That's what, what we're learning to do in this season. And also, I just want to encourage any of you guys listening that are really feeling this today and and want to step out into what God has for you, I just encourage you to pray. Pray about it and ask God, what is it that you have for me? If there's one thing that I learned throughout my crazy story the past year and a half is praying and actually asking God what he has for you is way more powerful than I ever thought. And he will answer and he'll give you direction and guidance and wisdom. And so I hope this message speaks to some of you, at least one. Yes. And yeah. yeah. And to, I mean, pay attention as well. I just thought of this. If you know other people that you know in your life who you respect and who know that you know care for you, pay attention to what they say. You know, if they say, hey, you'd be really good at this or, you know, you'd be amazing at that or you should try this. Mm. Um, You know, I think that's often the way God speaks to us as well. Uh, Because other people who are close to us, seeing into our lives, they often have, you know, an unbiased or a more clear kind of picture. Whereas we can be not totally um, uh, subjective Mm. or objective. Yeah. About our own life or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, really listening to what people might be saying to you as well can be a good leading. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And if you have anything on your mind and heart that you want to share with us personally, 
you can definitely feel free to message us through our Instagram page and we can hopefully just encourage you and pray alongside you and help you walk out into what you feel God's calling you to. Yeah, for sure. We love you guys and we are so happy that you've taken the time to listen to the words that we wanted to share today. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Next week. For Want to Know Something on Wednesday. At 10 a.m. Pacific. (laughs) You got it. Bye, guys. See ya. Thank you.